I want to take a few moments to actually share something that I have spoken about many, many times over the past six years uh, as I've shared these weekly notes from the journey. And it's something that I've certainly been aware of. I've had conversations with many people. I've heard many teachers speak about what I'm getting ready to share. But for some reason today, upon awakening, there was a different sort of realization. There was a different appreciation for what I refer to as one of the most powerful and for me has been one of the most important and formative fruits of mindfulness practice. And I know that the way that I would say this, and I'm not really sure if I didn't, I didn't pre-rehearse this, so I'm simply speaking these words as they come to me, but what I wanted to share is something that I am really, essentially, uh, I am speaking, and I tell this to people often, that I'm speaking this to myself with anyone who is listening. I certainly, my heart does move me to share this, but it is something that I am reminding myself, and if I am uh, sharing anything at all with others, I'm certainly sharing it with myself as I still uh, am in my own process and on my own journey of discovery. Even after practicing mindfulness for 30 years, I am still learning new things and discovering new things and unlearning things that, uh, that, are, that don't really serve me well on this journey. What I want to say is that somehow this morning, there was a deeper recognition of the fact that the more that I have practiced paying attention to my mind, it, in the beginning, it was about paying attention to what my thoughts were, to, to, know, to witnessing them, observing them, but not believing the thoughts and not, not uh, buying into or investing in any of the beliefs that formed around those. But one of the, uh, the, I guess I would call it the most, for me, the most powerful byproduct of this practice has been about the fact that no matter how carried away that I get, I can completely come unglued, so to speak. I can completely uh, go off the rails. I can think of all kinds of euphemisms for this, but I can completely lose my ability to be present and to be rational. I can get so upset and so carried away with all of the thoughts I'm having about something that is external to me that's happening that I interpret a certain way and I react to it in a certain way. Uh, or it could be something that's happening within myself internally. It could be an emotional feeling or emotional energy running through my body. And my, because I'm human, my brain just essentially processes it in the way of, uh, of that neural pathway that's been long established that if I'm feeling something in my body, if emotional energy is going through me, there's a tendency for my mind to think because as a human being, that's the way that I'm wired. And there's also been a long established habit of thinking about what I'm feeling and believing what I'm thinking about what I'm feeling and identifying with whoever I tell myself that I am as a result of believing what it is that I'm feeling and the thoughts around it. So uh, basically what I wanted to share is that I, if I choose to, and I don't even have to actively choose it. This is something that I found is what one of my teachers referred to as choiceless. It's choiceless awareness. I can be completely upset, completely, uh, you know, in, in a place where I'm completely like in a trance of thought and emotional reactivity. And I'm not really here anymore. I'm not anywhere close to resembling being here in this moment. And all of the sudden, 
I found I find myself so many times actually returning back here, and I'm not making myself return back here. And in a lot of cases, the longer that I practice mindfulness, I just automatically, uh, it is really choiceless. Uh, sometimes, you know, there is the realization that I can choose to come back here. And so I don't want to say that it's always choiceless. There's sometimes that I just remember uh, uh, consciously that, you know, I, I can see what I've done to myself and uh, I can just choose to come back here. <coughs> so it is really basically both, I can make the choice to do that. And in some cases, I find that the more emotionally carried away I am, the more upset that I am, uh, the harder it is. And I don't even want to say it's harder to do this, but it just becomes less likely because I'm so wrapped up in reacting to whatever it is that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling that it would be very difficult for me to make the choice to come back here to the present moment and feel my feet on the ground wherever I am, whether I'm sitting or standing, to feel my body, to come back here to myself, to return back home, as one of my favorite teachers mentions, uh, speaks of this. And there's so many phrases for this, coming back to center, returning back to the heart space, but what I found about this practice, and that's why I really wanted to share this today, is that it is available to all of us who practice mindfulness and other associated meditative practices. It's also available uh, to people who practice various, uh, you know, bo- you know, bodily healing modalities. It's 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 essentially the process of coming back here and returning. But I can only do that if I have discovered that heart space, that heart center that I've somehow I've explored and not even actively explored it. I've just experienced it. And even more importantly than experiencing it, I have been it just like we all can be it. And it is such a beautiful thing to remember that I can get completely lost in my thoughts. And it happens all the time. And I admit, I've always freely admitted and will continue to freely admit going forward that this is something that I'm not immune to and that mindfulness practice, I thought initially it would make me immune to it, but it it has not worked out that way. And so for me, I don't have to worry about or fear, and this is available to any of us as well, I don't have to worry about or fear uh, getting wrapped up in being somewhere else in my head. And what I refer to this, and I think I may have even spoken about this uh, on my previous recording, that the, the you know getting wrapped up in thoughts like this really becomes an, what I call an out-of-body experience. At some point, I'm so wrapped up in my thoughts and believing what I'm thinking about, what I'm feeling, that I'm not even really in my body. I mean, I'm in my body physically. I realize that. But from a psychic standpoint, from the standpoint of consciousness or conscious awareness, I'm not really in my body any longer. I'm somewhere else thinking about things that happened in the past, fearing things that may happen in the future, and interpreting what's happening right now through the lens of thought and belief and not actually experiencing what's going on right now, uh, which does not require me to think about it. It does not require me to, uh, to react to it. It does not require me to form any beliefs around it. It's beyond belief in so many ways. I can just simply be here. And I just wanted to share that because to me, it is one of the absolute most beneficial fruits of this practice. And that invitation, that door stays open all the time. It's always available to us. That light is always on, so to speak. And it's just about being open to if the opportunity arises to make the choice, but it also is, it is about being open to that choice being made or what I call it's choiceless. 
Either way, that uh, this is available to any of us who practice this.